Look at them, madame. Have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about stamps. Oh. This is the gentle art of philately, otherwise known as stamp collecting. Here's a pile of stamps carefully culled from swap meets and garage sales. Rupert, what are you thinking of? Oh, I was just thinking of all the years I've wasted collecting stamps. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together. Live from the doctor's office, ask if stamp show here today is right for you. If they say no, then get another opinion. This is the award-winning stamp show here today, episode number 249. Is that correct? That's correct. Oh, I thought we did 49 last time. I am mistaken. Brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center, a nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. I'm going to read it that way till you take it out. <laughs> this is Tom. This is Cash. This is Scott. This is Mark. This is Lloyd. So you guys are all back from the Arapex Stamp Show, which was two weeks ago now. Yeah, we didn't film. Or we didn't film last week. Yes, we didn't film. <laughs> and I you don't, you don't want to watch us on film, so that's okay. <laughs> you wouldn't want to. Yeah, Donald Trump was in town, and I couldn't even get here. Oh yeah, yeah, the, that was the it. streets were all blocked yeah. off. Was that why we didn't do it? No, well, there was a, a couple of people. It would it would have just been me and Tom. Everybody else was gone. So Wait, yeah, Mark wasn't here. I don't know. You weren't here. Albert, Albert still isn't here. I was here. No, you weren't. No. I wasn't here the week before, but I was here. No, you were late that day. Anyway, it was going to be just me and Tom. We said screw it. No, you did. Or actually, I did. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm the producer. You're the engineer. We could put on one if we wanted. Yep. Right here in the barn. <laughs> so, Scott, you, we were all there. Yes. How did you like the show? It was a beautiful four-hour drive. Oh, God. <laughs> you, no, it, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. <laughs> Maybe it was better for some than others. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if your navigator doesn't get it right, then I can see where you might have had a little trouble. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to hear this. I uh, was on the phone. <laughs> we missed our turn and uh, ended up adding uh, a bit to the drive. Oh, just 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah, 20 Did minutes. Did you actually take a left at Albuquerque? <laughs> No, do you you don't drive through Albuquerque? No, no, it was through uh, it was through a town I don't even remember the name, but it was uh, it was a great sandwich that we had. Yes. Were you standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona? Such a fine sight to see. There was a girl, my lord, in a flat mud Ford, oh, <laughs> throwing sandwiches at me. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Now, well, they, that took us less time than normal to go off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I thought it was a quiet show. They had fewer dealers than I uh, would have expected. Yeah, they had some vacancies, which uh, usually... Well, some tables were reserved and then not filled. Well, Jim Dempsey didn't show up. Well, which... no, that's not true. Jim Dempsey has altered his schedule and dropped the show. Oh, and he actually did that two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a major draw at a lot of these shows. But, you know, he's 
past the 90 year old oh, mark. I know, I know. And he, he's, you know, and his, his wife's slowing down, and I don't blame him for cutting back on the long travel shows. Oh, I, I, I totally understand. But then in, on top of that, I noticed two or three also empty booths on top of there that. There were. Yeah. There were a couple dealers that canceled. Well, last year... Which is incredibly rare for Arapex. Arapex is a fantastic well, show. Last year, uh, there were a number of dealers from the Northwest that couldn't get there because of the snow. Yeah. So, um, but last year, uh, I think the APS made up for it by being a bigger draw. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. But So, uh, this year was no APS. Was much smaller. They had trouble filling all the tables. And yeah. some of the tables that were paid for and taken... Dealers didn't show up anyway. So Airpex is put on, as I understand it, by a consortium of stamp clubs. Well, two. Two. Two? Mesa and uh, Flagstaff? No. I thought it was Phoenix. Phoenix. Or Mesa and Phoenix? No, no, no. no, no, no. no. They're further apart than that. Tucson. Tucson. Tucson and and Phoenix. And they used to rotate between the two. Right. And so they got the convention center and said, ah, screw it. Let's just meet here forever. Well, yeah, so not only do. that, the the Tucson shows weren't doing as well. Yeah. But now the Phoenix show's not doing that well. Uh, uh-huh. No, the Aerotex well, is doing fine. With fewer dealers, I didn't hear any complaints because the collector... I heard zero complaints. It, Even from the people who usually complain, they weren't complaining. But the, the traffic was very, very light for a stamp show. Yeah. But the people that showed up were spending enough money for the number of dealers that were there. And I think that mean just tells me that uh, the show could be held in a smaller venue to cut their costs. And if you limit the number of dealers, the dealers that show up do better. And so then the dealers are happy. And then you just maybe have different dealers, you know, different years. Yeah. I, I wish that Sescal would learn that lesson. Um, I mean, if you tr- if you try and pull in a ton of dealers, and the collectors, you know, you the collectors don't spend enough money at each dealer. Right. Uh, they kind of spread it around, and there's a certain amount of money that walks in the front door, and the more dealers you spread it over, the less everybody gets. Right, and the more unhappy dealers you have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but overall, I thought it was still a very good show. I found some stuff. I know yeah. Mark found some stuff. I know you found some stuff. I found a couple things, but not much. Yeah. I spent about 1400 amongst, I think, five dealers. Yeah, I spent 140 amongst two dealers. Yeah. Of course, the fact that I didn't even show up on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shout out to Gary Greenberg. Thank you very much for feeding us. That was cool. Yep. He had a nice, a nice barbecue. Yeah, one thing on Saturday that, evening and yeah. yeah, one thing that I did find uh which is scarce is um the first say 40 stamps from Puerto Rico. And they're difficult to find in used condition. And uh Steve Sims had these old collections and he was selling stuff for like a third a catalog or something like that. But they were in there, and it's like horribly, horribly undervalued for the scarcity. And uh, so I was able to get, you know, for 20 bucks, I found some stamps that just I haven't found, you know, other places. That was, a, that was my find for the show. Hmm. 
Um, were you, uh, Scott, were you there on Friday for, there was a first day ceremony, wasn't there? Uh, there was, but I did not attend. I think that was for the Celebrate? Yeah. The new Celebrate stamp? So the Postal Service was there. Yeah, I saw everybody with the yeah, cake. Yeah, actually, the Postal Service did a lot of business. I didn't yeah. really see any time that they didn't have somebody poking through their stuff and buying. So oh, yeah. They they had a... It was nice. And I like I said, I didn't go Sunday, so I don't know if they showed up. But uh, a lot of times the Postal Service won't show up on Sunday because the post office refuses to pay people on Sunday at a stamp show. So I don't know if they did or not. I think I remember seeing them there on Sunday. They were there on Sunday. Yeah, yeah we okay. were there on Sunday. Yeah, and they were they had a table out actually outside the show. Yeah. So I guess you didn't have, if you wanted to buy from them, you didn't have to buy a ticket to the show. You could have just gone to the. I don't know. Yeah, and, I suppose. Yeah. And the uh, topic of the show was Beethoven. Yeah. So nobody questioned me when I was wearing my red long tailcoat. Because they just thought I had something to do with Beethoven. <laughs> well, they actually they actually uh, partnered with, um, I think it was a local school. Yes. That uh, for music and arts, and uh, they had some exhibits for uh, Beethoven material, and they also had uh, somebody playing the piano for a fair portion of the day each day, hmm. uh, playing Beethoven pieces. Where I didn't hear that part. You, you, anywhere in the <laughs> in the hall, you could hear it. Yeah, I probably just didn't notice it. No. But, but yeah, and they brought they brought through the some scouts. Yes, always. Yeah. Always bring through the scouts. Uh, the exhibits. Did you get a chance to look at the exhibits? Yeah, I saw a Russian copy of the right side up airplane. Uh, from the oh recent... yeah, yeah 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 yeah, you know you know the uh, inverted the two dollar inverted souvenir sheet they put up yeah. There's a fake. There's a fake in it. Fake right side up. They they attribute it to Russia. Uh huh. And uh, there's a fellow who has an exhibit of the inverted two dollar Jenny stamp, and he had in his exhibit this fake. Uh huh. Yeah, he had a genuine right side up and the fake. Yeah. From Russia. And it was like, wow. Yeah, the, the the Russian fake looked pretty good until you got close. Yeah. <clears throat> Isn't that the, always the case, yeah. though? <laughs> did Lloyd go? No, Lloyd didn't go. Oh. Nope, you didn't go to Arizona? No, the I didn't. Nerve. Did any of okay. you go to Utah? Hmm? Huh? <laughs> I wanted to. I should have. I wanted to. Ne- next, mm-hmm. next Utah show I am going to yeah. go to. Yeah, I wanted to date supermodels. Look what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Renopex is coming up sometime in the next couple months. Well, you can go to that one. Yeah, I usually I'll do. stay home. Well, I guess that was all that was exciting at Airpex. I wasn't there either, so. Well, spe- one last note on stamp shows. Uh, I will be at the St. Louis Stamp Expo at the end of March. And you'll be talking there so b- you, people can bring uh, in their I, stamps. I usually do talk, yes. Yeah. And even if it's not during the talk, you can you know you take stamps from people who are walking up and saying, "Hey, look at this." Well, of course, I always do that. Yeah. Well, today's topic, other than stamp shows, 
With the coronavirus wreaking havoc in the media, we wanted to explore the 2003 SARS stamp. Now, is that the country or the uh, disease? I don't know. SARS, the country? The the, the uh, part of Germany that uh, broke off after World War I? Is that... Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, or SARS, is a viral respiratory disease caused by the SARS coronavirus. Between November 2002 and July 2003, an outbreak of SARS in southern China caused an eventual 8,098 cases, resulting in 774 deaths reported in 17 countries, which was a 9.6% fatality rate. This is a cheery subject. Isn't it? With the majority of cases in mainland China and Hong Kong. No cases of SARS have been reported worldwide since 2004, and in late 2017, science, Chinese scientists traced the virus through the intermediary of civets. That's the coffee poop rat critter. Uh, air quotes, I didn't write that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's Cash's description of a civet. <laughs> To cave-dwelling horseshoe bats in the Yunnan province of China. Civets are really cute. Are they uh, household pets? Um, only if you like badgers. Eh, somebody because some, they have a temper. Ah. <laughs> somebody ate a bat or a civet, one or the other. Well, considering that after the coronavirus broke in the media, some Chinese blogger posted a video of herself eating bat soup and eating a an entire whole bat on her blog site um yeah i can see they didn't ozzy osborne do that in like the 80s yeah but what eating bats is just Bite inviting disease i think burger king was closed that day yeah, yeah. probably no, it was sunday it was sunday oh it was sunday yeah it was sunday chick-fil-a Chick was closed chick-fil-a was closed yeah. <laughs> Note that SARS is a coronavirus and the UN World Health Organization. Who? 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 Yes, who? <laughs> Sound like a bunch of freaking owls. <laughs> Coronaviruses are a large family of viruses that cause illnesses ranging from the common cold to more severe disease, such as the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, MERS, and Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, SARS. A novel coronavirus is a new strain that has not been previously identified in humans. And coronavirus is linked to Lyme disease. Corona and Lyme. <laughs> well, back to the stamps. Yeah. You, you had laughter to put in there, right? Yeah. I, I, well, you know, you, you described the... Because this, this is such a funny topic. <laughs> you described the mortality rate of SARS at 9.6%. Uh, they, they think that the current coronavirus uh, mortality rate is 2%. So SARS is five times worse, and yet look at what it's, look at what the media is making of it now. Well, hold on. No, no, no. No, no, no. SARS and the coronavirus were both the same. The difference is we're a stamp show, and we're going to be discussing stamps. Oh. Yes. There is no novel coronavirus stamp yet. Yeah. So, but there is a SAR stamp. Yes. Yeah, just don't what like it. What does novel mean? I don't know. It's just what they call it. Because novel. Cur I just yeah. novel. 
That's what I heard was novel. Yeah. Novel? Novel. Yeah. No, it's novel. Like Calvez is actually calves. <laughs> well, it's coronaviruses. You know, there's this, a bunch of coronaviruses. Mm -hmm. And this is a novel one. A is that a copyright one. infringement on the beer? Uh, I think so. Yeah. No, it's just a shameless plug. <laughs> there's a meme for that. Yeah. Is Corona is Corona selling more now or I think they uh really didn't like that they had the name Corona because you know people were con confusing it. So they changed it to Ebola beer. Ah. Mm. <laughs> That's a wise marketing move. Yeah, I think that people who were confused by Corona beer and Corona the disease have probably had all the coronas they need. <laughs> <laughs> and they probably don't really care yeah. at that point. Anyway. There are beer stamps. There are many beer stamps. Yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of stamps, China in their 2003 post office announcement of the issue said, in the beginning of 2003, Guangdong and some other areas in China suffered the SARS epidemic. What part of China? You said dong. <laughs> <laughs> Which directly threatened people's health and lives. Named SARS, Severe, severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome by the World Health Organization. Who? <laughs> on March 15th, this is a new contagious disease not yet fully known by the humanity. Oh, the inhumanity. I read it correctly. No, you read it correctly. They, they wrote it in Chinglish. Uh, That's racist. Since the epidemic occurred, the Central Committee of the Communist Party and the State Council has attached great importance to its prevention and treatment, added SARS to the list of notifiable diseases according to law, displaying their selfless spirit and humanism of healing the wounded and rescuing the dying. Medical workers have been fighting in the forefront against SARS day and night without reservation. Now the whole nation has been united in the war against SARS. Yeah, because the guys reported at first, they were jailed. Yeah. Xinhua News Agency on July 2nd of 2003 wrote, The China Philately Company on Tuesday issued commemorative stamps, commemorate envelopes, and stamp albums to mark the victory of the Chinese people's fight against severe acute respiratory syndrome, or SARS. The stamps, envelopes, and albums feature flowers and traditional Chinese knots, which represent courage, vigor, and the spirit of Chinese medical workers during the SARS outbreak. Some of them have been donated to the Ministry of Health. So we have pictures of those stamps, right? Yes. And as a matter of fact, you can go on Google, and if you type in SARS stamps, it's a neat-looking sheet. But the stamp is just a stamp, and then it has a red circle with a red line through it that basically says, no SARS. However, you shouldn't. this should not be confused with the two Norwegian postage stamps issued in the 1970s of George O. Sars, 1837 to 1927, who was a Norwegian marine biologist. Uh, he picked the wrong name, <laughs> being Sars, mm. sort of like the AIDS mm. candy. Yeah. My mom used to eat those. Yep. My dad did, too. And now uh, if you eat AIDS, you're uh, doing something different. Mm. Anyway, not the Norwegian stamps, the Chinese stamps. And so the souvenir sheet is shows a fist 
No, that's the cover. Oh, there, that's the cover. There, oh, okay. It was uh, sold in an album. Ah. And actually, the albums are very scarce. But the it uh, shows an album with a fist stamping out SARS, but the sheet itself was 14 stamps. Like I said, with a circle in a bar through it that says SARS. And uh, on eBay... The stamps sell for, or excuse me, the sheets sell for about $250. Yeah. And $30 each uh, for a single stamp. But on Amazon, they're $20 each. So you can save 10 bucks. So if you want to get SARS, search Amazon and eBay. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, However, you can get a space filler because they did have a specimen, finger quotes, sheet for sale for $6. I uh, don't think that it's an actual specimen, though. Hmm. Yeah, I remember when this... Yeah, you lick it, and then you get SARS. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when these first came out, they were like $100 for a sheet. And I just thought, there's no way that this stamp can be worth $100. And when I went on, you know, I was writing this, and I go, yeah, I wonder what they're at today, you know, $25, $20, $15. No, they went from $100 to $250. So don't listen to me about investing in Chinese stamps. Yeah. Chinese disease stamps. Chinese disease. So uh, so are you recommending now when China comes out with the coronavirus sheet to buy it? It'll be interesting to see if they do come out with one. Yeah, how many people have died so far coronavirus worldwide? Less than a thousand. I thought it was more than. I thought it's it was like more. Eighty-seven hundred. No, no, no. Uh, died of it. Or twenty-seven, twenty-eight hundred. I think. Yeah, like three thousand. I was thinking eighty-seven thousand is the number yeah. of cases they have so far. Yeah. California just announced that they're monitoring eighty-four hundred people. Yeah. Turns out, fourteen days isn't long enough mm. of a quarantine period. Well, I mean, California, I think, also reported its first transmission that was from person to person, so not picked up directly from China. Well, but that was at Travis Air Force Base where they've been flying all these people and quarantining them. So is it really not from China? Yeah, but but it's still a person to person. Right. Not somebody who was in China who came here. Well, yeah, still. I mean. Uh, I have a couple other little notes, like uh, 2,800 people died, 36,000 people in 2017, because I couldn't find 2018 numbers. In 2017, 36,000 people died from gravity. Hmm. You mean they fell? Unintentional fall deaths, 36,338. Unintentional poisonings versus intentional poisonings. Uh, unintentional poisonings was 64,795. So you have twice the chance of dying from getting poisoned as you do from falling. Yeah, and I think there's also a good chance of getting killed by a vending machine falling on you. <laughs> well, in, in Would the, that count as gravity? That, that's an unusual, usually yeah, high number. That might be in gravity also. So uh, I am, you know, I survived Y2K. And bird flu. And uh, I think that this is going to be right up there with Y2K. Hmm. 
Although I don't know anybody who actually died of Y2K. Can't think of anyone. Yep. Oh, well. We'll, we'll see who's correct. Well, you have been listening to Stamp Show here today, episode number 249. This was Tom. This was Scott. This was Cash. This was Mark. This was Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd, you you need to learn to be quiet. You were just like hogging up the entire <laughs> show. We yeah. just couldn't get you to be quiet, could we? I ran out of pearls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was kind of interested when we started talking about beer tax stamps, but then we got back to this. Another, well, another left at Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing but fond memories of SARS. Mm. I used to go to Chinatown every month for dim sum. And during the SARS epidemic, the lines were really short. <laughs> well, they're, they're saying that the Chinatown here, that restaurants are seeing a sharp decline in... I didn't even know we had a Chinatown. Yeah, it's over on the other side of the Strip. A Strip? <laughs> yeah, we have a Strip. <laughs> Do you live in Las Vegas? I'm in no, it, he but lives not in of his, it. He lives in his own world. <laughs> yeah. Tell you, the best thing about Las Vegas is it's only uh, about an hour's drive from Nevada. <laughs> well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun, but now the time has come. To go. If this silk cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! Return to send up. Return to send up. Thank you for joining us. This has been Cash, Scott, Tom, and I'm your host, Dawn. Continue the conversation at Stamp Show Here Today on Facebook. You can ask us questions, see pictures of the stamps, make comments, and add to the conversation on Facebook. You can also ask the experts your stamp questions at bluepaper@gradingmatters.com. You can listen to all of our past podcasts at stampshowheretoday.com podbean.com, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast listening platform. And as always, keep collecting. This episode of Stamp Show Here Today is brought to you by the Philatelic Book of Secrets, the book that teaches you about repurse, regums, color varieties, and much more. Get yours for $10 at www.philatelicsecrets.com today. Worst episode ever. Oh, not even close.